Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson, at Always in Front of Art, and on YouTube at JWork Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers are signing Dennis Schroeder on a minimum deal. Guys, when I first hit that, I thought two things, and not one of those things was this absolutely means that Russell Westbrook is out of there. But that is what a lot of fans think. That's not necessarily what comes to mind for me. Guys, let's get to the Dennis Schroeder signing right here on the Westwood Podcast. But first, please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Let's get it. Guys, the six-foot-one point guard. 170 pounds soaking wet has been added to the guard rotation for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, the first thing I want to say is Dennis Schroeder and Russell Westbrook, that's a bad backcourt. We watched them together in OKC. That's a banging backcourt. It's quick. It's ferocious. It has tenacity. It's fast, no quit, nobody afraid. It's a great backcourt. But guys, the first thing that comes to mind after thinking about, I know these two in the backcourt work together, I watched it. The first thing that comes to mind is again, guys, I'm not worried as long as LeBron and Anthony Davis stay healthy, knock on wood. I'm not worried about the offense that much. I am worried about the defense. So shortly after the signing of Dennis Schroeder, the Los Angeles Lakers, I forget who they announced, forgot which reporter, that they see Patrick Beverly as a 3 and D wing. And that their point guards are Dennis Schroeder and Russell Westbrook. Guys, again, offensively, I know the backcourt is great. Look, you got to stick your best defender on one of them. The other one's cooking. All right? I've watched it. Defensively, guys, Patrick Beverly, 6'1". Dennis Schroeder, 6'1", 170 pounds, soaking wet. Pat Bev is not 28 anymore. I am worried because last season I felt as if Russell Westbrook had to entirely for too long a time, too often, have to guard someone like Aaron Gordon, Giannis, Paul George. Entirely too long. At 6'3", 200. At 6'3", 200. Patrick Beverly is 6'1", 180. And Dennis Schroeder is 6'1", 170. And you want me to believe that the one person that's going to be the 3 and D wing is the 6'1", 180? When Russell Westbrook was 6'3", 200. And it even started to wane on him when he had to do it for entirely too long. 
So, because what that tells me is, so we fully plan on putting out Dennis Schroeder at 6-1, Pat Bev at 6-1, Russ Westbrook at 6-3, all on the floor at the same time. Excuse me. How the hell we going to guard the Milwaukee Bucks? Can you explain that to me? How in the hell are you going to guard the Los Angeles Clippers? Who the hell guarding Paul George? Kawhi? Who's sticking these people? Who? The Boston Celtics and Tatum. Who is guarding these people? They're too small. There's no wings. They have no wings. They added another player under 6'4", under 200 pounds. Guys, this to me, I mean, you're more likely to say that Russell Westbrook is just 3 and D wing because he's 6'3", 200. I don't think that's the right thing. I think Patrick Beverly was a lot better at what it is he's supposed to be great at five years ago. Patrick Beverly in his own right only averages about 57 to 59 games himself. So then what does that mean? And those 20 to 22 games he doesn't play. You're playing who? 20 to 25, I'm sorry. You're playing who? Oh, so now you're going to play none, Russell Westbrook and Schroeder together? I just want to know who is guarding who on the Clippers, on the Bucks, on the Celtics? Who's guarding these people? My goodness, I don't know how they're going to guard the Clippers. I know Russell Westbrook guarded Paul George fairly well last season. But my gosh, who's going to guard Kawhi? Offensively, I'm not worried about Schroeder and Russell Westbrook on the floor. I'm just worried about them on defense. The, it's There are entirely too many guards on the roster. In my estimation, in my opinion. They're going to be great and fast and electrifying on offense. But I feel like I came... Out of last season, as far as the whole team, is it just me? Or did you all come out saying that defense was atrocious? Now, I guess they just have to depend on some of the other players. Lonnie Walker, 6'4". All right, he's got, what, 6'10", 6'11", wingspan. Guess you can go there. TBJ 66. I guess you could go there. It's possible. But someone like Troy Brown Jr., he works hard. He can do more than one thing. But he does not in my estimation need to be a major piece of your rotation. Is the team better around the edges because of the addition of the younger, faster, stronger, longer players? Absolutely. But when you start to put yourself in a position where you're going to have to play some of them, have to, like we had to play Stanley Johnson, 
Like we had to play Isaiah Thomas. You start to put your yourself in these positions to where you have to play a certain thing, even though it messes up everything else. Maybe it works. Again, I'm only talking about defense. If you had, just ex, it, help me out. Help me out. If you have Russell Westbrook on the floor with LeBron and AD, with Shooter and Pat Bev, if you're playing the Clippers, who is guarding who? I mean, John Wall, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Zubat, Covington, Mann, Kennard, Marcus Morris, Batum. Who is guarding who? Okay, fine. Let's say you stick Pat Bev on John Wall. So I guess you're having Russell Westbrook guard Paul George. And then what? Shooter's going to guard Kawhi Leonard? Come on now. Or do you put Anthony Davis on Kawhi? Is that what you try? Who's guarding Covington? I guess you can put Russ on Covington. Put Dennis Schroeder on John Wall. Put Pat Bev on Paul George and put AD on Kawhi. It just, it, 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 the Clippers just seem like a nightmare matchup. Who's none going to guard? Who's Reeves going to guard? If you, I, I just, I hope that I'm wrong. I want to point that out. I want to 100% be absolutely wrong about what I'm worried about. You guys know me. I'm not going to predict it's going to be bad on defense. I'm just telling you what I'm worried about. And I hope I'll have to laugh and say, dang it, I was worried about nothing. But I just don't know who they're going to guard. That is what it is. We know Russell Westbrook can hold up. For a certain amount of time, especially as the point of attack defender, you can guard Paul George. We watched it. You can guard James Harden. We watched it. You can guard Ja. We watched it. Fox. We watched it. But can you guard someone 6'8 for an entire game? He's 6'3, 200. Patrick Beverly. He's not the same, guys. And don't get me wrong. He's still a decent defender. But he's not the one that we saw five years ago. He's only going to play about 52 to 57 games. He's not playing 82. Neither is Anthony Davis. Neither is LeBron James. When one of them sit, then who the hell's guarding who? You're going to do play five point guards? Just freak. Forget it. All, all the point guys will go out there. Russ, Schroeder, Pat Bev, Kendrick Nunn, all of you just go out there. We're just going to run five point guards. They're talking about they working out, working out Isaiah Thomas, although he vehemently denied that on Twitter. I thought that was hilarious. Told y'all they'd be out there lying. Who are they going to guard? Well, you're playing some of the elite teams that are much bigger. That's all I'm saying. That's the only thing I'm worried about. 
That's the only thing I'm worried about. Offensively, they good. Running the floor, they good. They'll even get steals. Definitely. We we watch that too in OKC. Dennis Schroeder, Paul George, Russell Westbrook just run away with balls. They'll get steals too. Boy, you're wanting half court offense and the defense and offense are both set. Who is guarding who? That's what I want to see. Now, as far as this somehow me and the Russell Westbrook gone, I don't believe none of that stuff. I mean, if I'm wrong, I believe it when I see it. Uh, again, I think Russell Westbrook's going to be a Los Angeles Laker. And we'll go from there. Very excited for the season. I can't wait for training camp to start. I can't wait for the preseason to start. We are one, we're, what, four days away from training camp? A little over a week away from, no, I'm sorry, well, two weeks away, right? Almost two weeks away from the start of preseason. I can't wait. They need to actually win some preseason games this year, in my opinion. And I know they don't count, but I just want to see good work. I'm excited for Darvin Ham. He's got his work cut out for him. Maybe this is exactly how he wants to build the roster. Super small, but fast, with a lot of heart. I just know there are some big teams out there. And the Los Angeles Lakers got to find a way to guard them. See, that's the thing about offense. Yes, you might get yours, but you got to stop the other team from getting theirs. And when you're 6'1", 170, 6'1", 180, and the person you're guarding 6'8", 220, it's significantly harder. That's my thoughts on the addition of Dennis Schroeder. Now, another thing I wanted to get to. It is still heavily talked about. About how Russell Westbrook does not fit with the Los Angeles Lakers. Look, everyone is entitled to their opinion. I respect it. As long as you're not disrespectful. Cool. My only challenge to those people. Every single time. Is 21 games. 2-1. Not consecutive games. Spot games. They play a few, someone will get hurt, lineup will change. They come back, they play a few more, someone will get hurt. Lineup change over and over and over again. Guys, when I said at the beginning of last season, we have to watch 25 games. Guys, obviously the implication is, it's implied, consecutive games. Guys, they never did that. One time, AD was hurt in the middle of a game. Someone got hurt and didn't play the next five games or the next 30 games. They never did that. So my only challenge to you is how do you definitively know that? In an ISO-heavy offense with the lineup constantly changing and the stars constantly injured, in spot games, a few at a time, a few over there, a few over here, a few in this month. How do you definitively just know it doesn't 
fit? That's my only question. How do you know that? We never got to actually see it for 25 consecutive games. Period. That, that's exactly my rebuttal every single time. You know that how. I'm still waiting to see 25 consecutive games. If I see 25 consecutive games and they look like absolute garbage, then so be it. I'll say it. But if they look like they're progressing towards something better, it may just need to be a tweak as far as the supporting cast. If the big three fit. Because what this team absolutely is missing is an elite three-point shooter. They got some people that can shoot decent from the corners or someone who shoots 37%, like they 36, 37%. They have, they have no elite shooter. Not one. That's what I think they need. And they need real... 6'6 six, six to 6'9, six, 3 and D wings. That's what they need. But those are hard to come by. It's hard. That's why they hold on to Marcus Morris. Because it, that, that's hard to get. So they're trying to utilize Patrick Beverly as that. And the reason why it bothers me, I can't even believe I'm up here already defending Pat Bev before he even gets started. Is what I thought last year was. I watched game after game after game a couple weekends ago. And Carmelo Anthony, what he was asked to do at that point in his career was entirely unfair. It wasn't fair. He was atrocious at it. My goodness, he was bad. But it wasn't even fair for Vogel to ask him to do what he was asking him to do. Melo couldn't do that in his prime. He most definitely couldn't do it now. I fear they're going to be asking Pat Bev to do something he is no longer able to do at an elite level for as long as they want him to do it for, for as many games as they need him to. And I think it may be entirely unfair. Period. That's it. You need... 3 and D wing. I thought it was entirely unfair to ask Russell Westbrook to guard Aaron Gordon for an entire game. That's wrong. It's wrong. Giannis. He's 6'3", 200. It's the same thing with Patrick Beverly. I'm afraid they're going to ask him to do. He just can't do it anymore. We will see. Maybe I'm wrong, he'll be able to do it. Maybe I'm wrong, and they're going to use Troy Brown Jr. and Lonnie Walker a lot more than I think they are. Maybe that's the case. Austin Reeves. I don't know. We'll see. But I think it's premature. I'm still waiting for 25 consecutive games when it comes to the big three. LeBron James said that himself. I think he said he played more games with his intramural team or something like that than he did with his actual NBA team. Something crazy like that. 21 spot games, guys. 
And they got to stop being so ISO heavy. They got to run an offense. I'm sick of seeing the ball stops because Russell Westbrook was stopping the ball. Guys, look, stop it. A lot of times he's in a dunker spot. He was in the corner. The ball wasn't stopping because of Russell Westbrook. They're just an ISO heavy team. They even were in the bubble. The truth is, is that LeBron James and Anthony Davis just got hot from mid-range. And Anthony Davis was, was just amazing. Stop acting like there was just this elite ball movement on the Los Angeles Lakers. There wasn't. But they have to get away from the ISO heavy offense. And I'm hoping Darvin Ham is going to instill some things to get away from that and promote ball movement. Now, when I say that, that means they all got to move the ball. That includes Russ. That includes LeBron. That includes AD. Reeves. Lonnie. TBJ. Troy Brown Jr. Thomas Bryant. Kendrick Nunn. Dennis Schroeder. Pat Bev. It means all of them. And hopefully that's what we see. But guys, right here is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, the LeBron James camp should be this weekend. But then I think the week after that, training camp will start. And then the week after that, we'll get some preseason games. I can't wait. Make sure you tune in right here at the West Wolf Podcast. I'm going to watch all the preseason games. I'm going to cover the training camp, things like that. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And as always, until next time.